to uh, take his Ballon d'Or to the United Nations because that would be fantastic. I'll tell you this uh, little story. Got in a plane once, uh, sat down, and as you do, and uh, you know, you, you you hope that you've got a polite person sitting next to you on a plane, somebody that doesn't spill crumbs all over you if you're as <laughs> OCD as I am, and. Uh, I had this experience of a gentleman walking down, sitting next to me. I didn't look up. And as I turned to my right, I noticed that the person who had sat down next to me was, in fact, George Ware. This is about a decade ago now. And it was one of the most insightful trips I've ever had. We got an opportunity to talk about AC Milan. We had an opportunity to talk about uh, the world, geography, politics, history. He is an informative uh, minefield, is, uh, is uh, George Ware. He's somebody who's very interesting to talk to, and he's uh, somebody who I thoroughly enjoyed spending time with. Um, and that was in a capacity outside of my role as, as somebody involved in sport. I wasn't there as a journalist. I wasn't there as a commentator. He wasn't there as a player. It was just two people who had common interests, and it was a fantastic chat. I really uh, do look forward to seeing the results, uh, the final results. Uh, we've heard so much uh, that's, that's been purported as fake news that he's already won, that... Uh, I am still a little confused, but apparently still in the running to become president. That's it. Let's get into the show. Plenty to talk about, uh, including a catch-up with a man that scored the historic winning goal that handed Cape Town City their first ever trophy. They go in the MTN8 final this weekend. Judas Musimiri is going to be on the show tonight. We'll also go to uh, Moses Mabita Stadium Management to find out if uh, the stadium is indeed uh, going to be ready and uh, the pitch playable for this weekend's MTN8 final. So there is plenty to uh, talk about, but it's only fair that we start off with a little bit of sp- Sports news for you tonight. Starting off with some cricket news. Cricket South Africa 11 beat Bangladesh by six wickets with 21 balls remaining in a tour match in Bloemfontein this afternoon. The Tigers were dismissed for 255 in 48.1 overs before South Africa chased down the target. With Abu de Villiers making 43 or 50 balls that included two fours and a six on his return to the international fold. Further afield, Ireland's first test match will be against Pakistan in May 2018. After the two countries came to an agreement during the ICC meetings in Auckland this week, Ireland, along with Afghanistan, were elevated to test status earlier this year. Pakistan's trip to Ireland will come before their two-test tour of England, which begins in late May. The date and location of the Ireland match yet to be confirmed. Football news, Baroka chairperson Kurishi Mbakele says the club's lowest paid players earn 50,000 rand a month, while Bakaka's highest earner pockets 200,000 rand. Aside from Khan Bakele, Nyapurugwane has enjoyed a rather unbelievable start to the season under coach Khuluku Tubijane and is currently top of the uh, APSA Premiership with 15 points out of a possible 21. Bakele has revealed success doesn't come cheap as the club spends around 5 million rand a month on running costs. Further afield, groups A and B return to action at the FIFA Under-17 World Cup in India today. In Group A, Colombia beat uh, the United States 3-1 and Ghana beat hosts India 4-0, while Paraguay beat Turkey 3-1 and Mali beat New Zealand 3-1 in Group B. Meanwhile, Swiss prosecutors have opened criminal proceedings against Paris Saint-Germain chair Nasser Al-Khelaifi. The case is related to the corruption claims surrounding former FIFA Secretary-General Jerome Falk and the sale of World Cup TV rights to be in sports, of which Al-Khelaifi is CEO. The Office of the Attorney-General of Switzerland previously revealed that they were investigating Falk for various acts of criminal mismanagement and have since confirmed the investigation. Staying with football, Arsene uh, Wenger, manager of Arsenal, has conceded that he may have no option but to sell star players Alexis Sanchez and Mesut Ozil in the January transfer window. The pair are both out of contract at the end of the season and are yet to agree new deals. As things stand, they will be able to leave the Emirates Stadium for free, meaning January will be Arsenal's last opportunity to cash in on their two most high-profile players. 
Rugby news, uh, coach Alistair Katsia has confirmed that Ibn Etzebeth will retain the Springbok captaincy on the Castle Lager outgoing tour to Northern Hemisphere in November and December. The lock will lead the side in the injury absence of Warren Whiteley, who's been ruled out of the tour to Ireland, France, Italy and Wales. Etzebeth took over the captaincy in June when Whiteley was forced to withdraw on the eve of the third test against France with a groin injury. Etzebeth subsequently led the Springboks in the rugby championship. Meanwhile, World Cup winning coach Clive Woodward has praised uh, Springbok Etzebeth as well as the All Blacks second row pair of uh, Brodie Retallick and Sam Whitelock, saying they would all walk into the current England team. Woodward, who guided England to World Cup glory in Australia in 2003 shared these views in his latest Daily Mail column discussing New Zealand's 25-24 rugby championship win over South Africa Golf News Australian Cameron Smith made 8 birdies to fire an opening round 8 under par 64 in uh, first round of the CMB Classic and lead by a shot from PGA Tour Rookie of the Year Zander Schofler in Malaysia South Africa's best placed golfer Sean Swartzel shot, shot an opening round 70 he's uh, tied for 23rd a long time two time defending uh, CIMB champion just Thomas on two under. And just finally, some boxing news for you. Puerto Rico's Miguel Cotto, a six-time world champion over four different weight divisions, will fight for the final time on December the 2nd in New York against hometown foe Saddam Ali. Cotto, the 41-5 with 33 knockouts, will defend his world boxing organization light middleweight crown at Madison Square Garden against Ali, a 2008 U.S. Olympian based in Brooklyn, who's 25-1 with 14 knockouts. It'll be the 10th fight at the famed Manhattan Arena for Cotto, who's owned world titles at super lightweight, welterweight, light middleweight, and middleweight. That's your sports news. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Of course, uh, the big build-up of the football world in South Africa is all the talk about the MTN8 final. And uh, as I mentioned, while we are going to be talking about the state of the pitch a little later on, let's talk about the state of what we're going to see on the pitch from uh, all concerned. Of course, uh, on Monday we had Dean Furman in the studio talking about uh, all things Super Sports United, but it's uh, only fair that we chat to somebody from Cape Town City. And uh, who better than the man who scored the historic winning goal to hand Cape Town City its first ever trophy? I'm delighted to say that Judas Musiameri is on the line. Judas, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, and thanks for having me tonight. Well, it's good to chat to you again. Uh, I've I, I got to ask you straight off the bat. Uh, winning goals, you enjoy those. Uh, are you ready for the final? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prepared for, uh, very well, and the team, uh, uh, we are uh, very prepared for the game, and then we're looking forward to it. Okay, you say you're prepared for the game, but what what have you actually been doing during the international break to prepare for the final? Uh, myself as an individual, I've been trying to get fit, and then yeah, I think I'm fit for the for the uh, encounter on Saturday. And then the team as a whole, uh, we've been pre- preparing very well, and then I can surely guarantee you that we're ready. Okay, so uh, ready. Your mindset is in the right place. I can hear you. You're, you're good and confident. Physically, you guys are, uh, are ready, you say. But how competitive are things in, in camp right now? I mean, all the players obviously want to have a, a, a place in that final squad. Yeah, it's been, it's been very difficult for, 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 for the coach to select, to select uh, the, the, the team that's going to, to play on Saturday. But uh, each and every player that is, that is uh, here with us, uh, they've been... Training very hard and then uh, trying to make uh, uh, the team to to travel with to Devon. So, yeah, at the end of the day, they have to select 18, and then yeah, that's all that we have to do. 
just on the point of that, uh, Judas, uh, Roland Butcher obviously has been uh, one of the standout players in midfield for you guys this season, and uh, last season was uh, exceptional as well. Uh, but he's been missing with a bit of a double injury, first the collision with Tyson, and then, of course, uh, groin uh, concern after that as well. Is he available and ready, to the best of your knowledge, for this weekend? Yeah, he's been training, he started, I think, uh, a week ago. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's ready for, for the selection. Okay, so this is when the, this is yeah. when the international break actually helps a team sometimes. Uh, although sometimes people feel it disrupts the momentum. Uh, from a from a player's perspective, would you, would you have preferred to play this while you guys were hot off the back of a, a couple of really good victories, or, or do, do you not mind uh, playing after after an international break, for example? No, we actually needed this uh, break for, for us to prepare very well for Supersport, and then as you can uh, as you can see, Supersport has been playing very well. And then uh, for us as well, we've been winning games, and then all we needed was just a break for for us to to prepare very well for the game, and then which is uh, what we've been doing uh, for the past two weeks. So we're ready. Okay, you talk about SuperSport United playing well. Obviously, they're playing in a host of competitions as well. They're playing in the CAF Confederation Cup, which is really tough for them. A lot of the players are internationals representing Bafana Bafana. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's a few more players in the SuperSport United team that maybe have a few more games in their legs, and they didn't really have a pre-season either, obviously, with the, the CAF Confed Cup uh, run. Do you think that's any advantage to you, or is it perhaps an advantage to them because they're more competitively sharp, as it were? Uh, since well, they didn't have uh, I mean a proper preseason. I think they they they've been riding very well, and then uh, for this game, I think uh, it's gonna be like uh, let me say it's gonna be a, a, a good a good uh, encounter for them, but because they've, uh, they they've been playing since even in December they've been playing. So for us, and then even as year we're ready, we've been preparing very well, and then we had a good preseason. We we had breaks and then they didn't have breaks, but at the end of the day, we have to face each other and who's the who's the best. Uh, Judas, I remember chatting to a couple of the SuperSport United players after after last year's Telkom knockout final, and uh, and and one of them actually said to me, playing Cape Town City today was like playing a, a, a moving train, you, and you can't stop a moving train. That's how they described the Cape Town City win to me. Do you, do you draw much confidence from from last season's Telcom knockout success over SuperSport United going into the final against the same opponent? Yeah, yeah, we're very confident. Since well, you know, we 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 won against them in a, uh, a cup final last season, and then we're looking forward to to keep uh, the, the 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 winning momentum here. The team, uh, I think we we have a good advantage. Of winning this uh, this uh, trophy because uh, last season we faced them in the final and then again this season we're facing them again for the MTN uh, eight and then I'm pretty sure we're gonna uh, come back with the trophy. What's impressive though is the club has been in existence as Cape Town City for a little over a year, but already there's a trophy in the cabinet. How important would it be for Cape Town City to win another trophy this season? Uh, I think it would be uh, a, a very good thing for 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 the people of Cape Town because uh, they've been uh, looking for for a club that is very competitive in the league and then in the uh, the trophy. So we we the team that is, uh, have been doing so well in the in the uh, league and that uh, winning the cup. So 
it's a good thing for 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 Cape Town people. Uh, then they're going to have uh, a team that they can be proud of at the day. Judas, I want to ask you about coaches now. I mean, obviously, there's been a great deal made about Cape Town City going up against Derek Tinkler, who, who led you to that success last season. But when you're on the pitch, do you as players really focus on emotional things or sentiment, or, or do you solely focus on winning? No, we just focused on, on, on winning the game. He, he's been doing a, a very good job, and then Coach Ben here also uh, is doing a, a very good job. So... We're looking forward to, to, to win the game. Nothing is at the No hard feelings and all that. All, you can, all we're going to do is do the job for, for, for Kenton City and then come back with the trophy. Simple as that. And win the trophy for Benny McCarthy, which will be his, yeah. it'll be his first as a coach. I mean, that must be something different. Does he, does he talk about that at training? Has he spoken about differences between his playing days and now coaching or anything like that? Uh, for, for, he, 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 he mentioned that, uh, you know, it would be a good, uh, a good start for him as a, as a, as a coach to, 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 to start with this, uh, trophy. So for, for us to win this trophy would really make, uh, him and uh, the entire staff happy because this is the only thing that will make, uh, his job easier. I mean, winning the trophy, and then uh, at the start of the season, and going forward, probably will be uh, winning more more trophies for the KTN City team. Just uh, how much do you consider the the, the 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 possibility of a big bonus ahead of the festive season if you if you guys walk away with the eight million from uh, from from Saturday's final? Do you do you think about that bonus? No, no, no. We 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 actually not thinking about the bonus. The only thing that we. Uh, we're thinking about is winning the, 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 the trophy. Remember, we, we, we started uh, our first opponent uh, in the quarterfinals were very uh, difficult, and then we managed to, 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 to overcome them. And then until now in the final, this is the last thing that uh, we'll be thinking about. The money is like we're not even thinking about the bonus and all that. The only thing that we focus on is coming back with the trophy. Competitive spirit, physically ready, mentally prepared. Uh, Judas Musimedi, you sound ready for this final. It's great to chat to you again. And uh, as, as a man who scored the winning goal in last season's final in the Telcom Knockout, I wish you everything of the best going into this uh, final in the MTN8. Thank you very much. SAFM Sports Wrap. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now, of course, uh, much debate over the MTN8 final. Indeed, there have been great concerns regarding uh, Durban and the hosting of the MTN8 final, considering the heavy winds, the severe downpours that have uh, battered the KwaZulu-Natal coastline uh, in recent days. Uh, I'm delighted to say, though, that in trying to allay the fears for the MTN8 final and uh, the possibility of being delayed, we have on the line the uh, Moses Mabida Stadium General Manager, Vus Masbogo. Vus, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Brent. Uh, now, look. Obviously, you've had uh, you've had some concerns, and I, I do believe Moses Mabida Stadium was uh, was also quite severely hit. Uh, can you just tell us exactly how bad it was, and 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 what sort of cleanup was entailed in uh, in the build up to where where you are now? Drain uh, like any other facility in the in the city that uh, were affected as a stadium and um, other stadiums in the city. Um, as you know, we're hosting the, the final this coming Saturday. Uh, the northern side of the stadium, which is the retail side and the shops and where our attractions are, was the area that was uh, heavily hit. Okay. Um, uh, we had to close our attractions on uh, a day after uh, the storm. 
um, the pitch was submerged uh, to to have the rains and 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 uh, the weather as it was experienced. Uh, fortunately, uh, our drainage system did come to the party. Um, we confirmed uh, yesterday, after having made an assessment, uh, that the match is continuing on, on Saturday. Um, obviously, we are turning around the preparations and the mop-up uh, operation uh, to make sure that we retain the facility, we make sure that uh, uh, everything is uh, back to normal. So we can confirm to football lovers um, that while we may have experienced some um, difficulties in turning around the facility, but the facility is getting ready for the match. There is nothing uh, green uh, that will affect the quality of the match. There were areas where, uh, given the, um, the heavy rains and, and the fact that the pitch was submerged, that we had to turn around to make sure that we prepare and have a, a quality uh, facility and pitch for the match on Saturday. So there is no reason to fear uh, for football lovers. We also know that uh, this match, uh, the two teams playing, may not necessarily have a big base uh, in support uh, in in this region. Uh, it is for this reason that we are calling upon all South Africans uh, in this province and outside of this province to come and witness this prestigious event because the final you don't have to support the, the team or to go to the final for your team. You go there because of the value and the prestigious element of what the final does. Yeah, indeed. I think uh, I think that's something that is uh, that is true. I know when Chiefs and Pirates are not playing, sometimes the organisers do tend to get uh, a little nervous about uh, about the uh, the crowd turnout. But on the on, on the on the side of ticket sales, while while we're on that point, then uh, how many uh, the stadium seats? I think about forty eight thousand. But how many tickets have you actually allocated for the? How many tickets have you allocated for the final? And how, how many have been sold as of as of now? Do you know? Dwayne, uh, uh, we're working on the base of full capacity. Um, okay. We understand that uh, that might be a challenge, but what, in terms of our plans uh, for security, for for parking, for uh, for transport, and every little uh, detail and logistics required for the match, we are preparing for the for the full capacity. Um, as of yesterday, end of business yesterday, we're just under 10,000. The history has taught us that uh, statistically, 60% uh, of the tickets get sold on match day. So we expect the same trend to happen. That is, it is for that reason that we are encouraging uh, football supporters to buy tickets at the end of business today and, and, and tomorrow and those that can buy on Saturday morning. The, the good news, uh, Dwayne, is that uh, the weather, uh, while, while it is uh, still not as clear completely, but the indications are that it is going to be a very beautiful day on, uh, on Saturday. It's going to clear. So there is no reason for any football-loving South African who can uh, reach the stadium not to come to the stadium and buy a ticket and enjoy this match. Yeah, uh, Busi, I think that's uh, one thing to note is that uh, this this weekend for Saturday, I checked the weather report and uh, it, it seems to be, uh, it, it, was it pleasant with sun and clouds and a high of 22? So it looks like it's going to be a, a grand day for football. But the weather between now and then doesn't look to be great either. I mean, uh, have, you, have you got any sort of... Uh, uh, any any challenges in terms of the weather in, in, in the next couple of days leading up to the final, though? We are monitoring the, the weather patterns. We are aware that uh, tomorrow there's going to be a slight rain. Uh, we are also aware that this afternoon the, um, the wind uh, levels and speed of the wind is going to, to increase. So we are monitoring that, but we are not uh, worried. I think the, the, uh, the storm is over now, um, figuratively and literally. Um, so we are preparing for, for the match. 
and obviously the weather on Saturday will be better than what it's going to be tomorrow, and, and it's for that reason that uh, we're saying to football supporters, uh, over and above just the, the, the match itself, there's also a pre-match entertainment, and uh, the, the stage is about to be finished now that it's been erected here, and there's no reason not to for supporters to come and celebrate. Uh, what is what is going to uh, going to expect on on the actual day? What can we expect at the venue? Any venue we expect uh, will open three hours before the kickoff is at seven, so we'll open the gates at four. As we open the gates, uh, we'll expect that um, uh, obviously MTN is going to be giving um, uh, some nice goodies. There are going to be activations around the present um, for people that are coming in, and MTN is announced as to what what is that people are going to get those who are subscribers to, to the network, uh, but more than that, uh, to ensure that people don't just come to the stadium for nothing. There's going to be a pre-match concert uh, that will take place uh, immediately uh, when the gates are, are open. Uh, it is meant for supporters uh, to come and enjoy. Obviously, it will continue off time and post-match as well for people just to, to enjoy the day. We, we wanted to go just beyond uh, being a nice football match, but for an average a football supporter that comes here to have a nice stadium experience and a nice match experience. It is a combination of that. That is why what I'm saying. You have no reason not to come early and spend time in the stadium. And uh, we've got restaurants here. Uh, we've got <clears throat> attractions that will open during the day and will close them at a time when the gates open. So it gives you a nice day experience. Even if you are coming from a distance, you don't have to wonder as to what you are going to do in the stadium. It is for that reason that we have no reason at all not to be in the stadium on Saturday. Well, see, uh, I've said it before and i said it again, it is my favourite stadium in South Africa, of those that were uh, built or renovated or upgraded for the 2010 FIFA World Cup. And I think part of the attraction is, as you say, some of the, uh, the, the, the actual attractions that are there. I mean, I love going up on the, uh, on the Sky Bridge as well over Moses Mabita Stadium. But aside from that uh, positive note, a really positive note, is the fact that uh, you're going to be hosting a fifth MTN8 final in nine years and, and a tenth final in South African domestic uh, football, which is, which is uh, a record. That must be uh, all the more pleasing. It is stamp of approval for this destination and particularly for the stadium. Uh, we are excited and we appreciate the confidence that is shown by uh, the sponsors, in this case MTN for the fifth uh, MTN A final, but also uh, by PSL uh, for us to be a venue of choice. It is for that reason that uh, we don't want to take this opportunity for granted. Um, and, and just think that we can get this, this final any time because we know every other stadium would appreciate to have this opportunity. And it is so uh, because uh, Debenites and, and people of this province have proven that when there are um, events of this magnitude, they embrace them. That's why we're calling upon them not to um, do anything different this time, to come in and embrace this event as they've done in the past because by doing so, they will be continuously uh, giving us the confidence and the reason to speak to our stakeholders like TSL uh, and other and, and sponsors to actually bring these events more in our in our in our city. Fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to an exciting final between Cape Town City and Supersport United. I wish you everything of the best. I'm delighted to hear that the pitch is in uh, not only playable condition but in grand condition. Thanks, Busi. No problem. Thank you very much. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game.
Six minutes to seven on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now, uh, you, you uh, must have heard throughout all the, uh, the recent days, people have been talking about Oscar Masaluka's kick once again, because not only was it initially shortlisted for a potential shortlist, but it's finally, of course, been shortlisted for the final three uh, on the uh, very prestigious FIFA Pushkas Award. In other words, the uh, FIFA Goal of the Year Award, that stunning overhead kick goal from Baroka goalkeeper Oscar Masaluka against Orlando Pirates in November last year. Last gap equaliser as well. It was just such a dramatic goal uh, and Tahir Ismail had an opportunity to catch up with the Barocca goalkeeper Masuluke received all the praises after making the final three shortlist for the FIFA Pushkas Award at a celebratory event held by the club and its sponsor in Santon the FIFA Pushkas Award was established in October 2009 by FIFA at the request of then president Sepp Blatter in order to award the player male or female judged to have scored the most beautiful goal of the year the last gasp bicycle kick from the edge of the area to earn an injury time one all draw was scored against Orlando Pirates in November 2016. Masuluke says the reason he went out for the last minute corner was because he had told his teammates the previous day that he would score. Yeah, I feel good because like um, for the first time in like in Africa or every in Africa as a goalkeeper scored that goal and get nominated to to the uh, Pushkas Award. That's why I'm feeling great. Even now I'm happy. No, as I um, went to the camp, I told my team that uh, tomorrow I'm going to score. So I didn't like I didn't want to disappoint my my, my teammate or uh, we have the corner last minute. So I decided to go there myself. I said no, I'm going there. I will see for myself. Masuluke is not only the first South African to be considered as one of the final three for the Pushkas Award. He is also the first player from the African continent to be named as a finalist. Even more remarkably, the South African is also the first goalkeeper to be considered for the award. Baroka coach Khorloko Tobejane says he wants all South Africans to vote for Masuluke to do not only the country proud, but the entire African continent. We are feeling very much great. We are more than happy with what he did. And we are just saying to all the South African or African just to support him with a vote so that he can win this uh, award. It will be for the country and the continent, even the world at large, is good achievement, it's a great achievement in this world of football. Masuluke will be up against Arsenal's Olivier Giroud and Venezuelan national women's team player Dana Castellonis for the award, in which the winner will be announced on the 23rd of October in London. I'm Tashlin Naidu in Johannesburg. SAFM Sports Wrap. Yeah, three minutes to seven on SAFM. And just a reminder, you can go to FIFA.com and you'll actually have uh, an opportunity to vote for uh, for uh, Oscar Masaluke in that uh, magnificent goal up to the 23rd of October when the actual events take place at London's Palladium. What a venue as well. So it's going to be a really special occasion for Oscar Masaluke. Uh, expect to see the very tall goalkeeper. What's the size? 16 boot or something he actually wears. He's got enormous feet. That's it. Uh, let's talk a little bit of rugby before we close. Lions coach Swayze the Brain wasting no time in selecting his returning Springboks ahead of their crucial Curry Cup clash against Free State Cheaters at Emirates Airline Park on Saturday. I'm could see a Courtney Scorsan and Ross Cornier will start with Hooker Malcolm Marks starting from the bench. The Brain has confirmed that Springbok prop Ru Andrea was not considered owing to a rib injury. Yeah, no, Ru Andrea didn't make his uh, final. He's got a bit of a rib problem. So uh, I thought I, uh, I, we had the choice to inject him and play him, but uh, for player safety comes first.
Yeah, the beautiful thing with the, with the hookah from the bench, any front row, you can go up and you can go on the field and back again and up back, you know, so it will be very nice to have him on the bench. The brain says it was a no-brainer, including his Springbok players, as they all showed a desire to play in the Curry Cup. I must say, Tuesday's practice was great. There was a sense of real urgency, and, uh, you know, if you've got a nice brotherhood like we have, it's like a brother coming back, and, and he just wants to, they all want to take part. They all wanted to start and play, so, but we had to box clever. The Brain also confirmed that they will be using their Springbok players for the remainder of the Curry Cup campaign, especially if they make it into the semi-finals and ultimately the final. No, great. Our Springboks are, are we're very proud of our box and what they do for the team and they humble guys, you know, and, and they're never bigger than the game, so I know they'll give 100% whenever we pick them. So it'll be good in the knockout stages that, uh, that we have them available. They're on our books. It's only Malcolm that uh, signed with, with Saru now. And that's only a bit later. So they are players. They're not the Springbok players. Although they play for the Springboks. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's where we're going to leave it tonight for SAFM Sports Wrap. If you have the opportunity to go and watch the MTN8 final in Durban, do so. Because I think it's uh, going to be a final between two of the most entertaining uh, teams. And, and certainly two of the most informed teams in South Africa at the moment. Supersport United and Cape Town City. It should be a cracker. And indeed, uh, weather looks good for the final as well. That's all we've got time for then. Uh, we encourage you to get in touch with us. SAFM Radio on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Now, Lady Muleyma is going to be up after the news with the talk shop. And uh, more sport tomorrow with uh, Janet Whitten in the morning. Brad Brown back between uh, 6.30 and 7. But from uh, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLonka tonight, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.